I see a cop car on the side of the road slowly beginning to drive and I slowed down. My heart was speeding and I was like, oh God, no, not today. Please don't be me. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to this week's episode. I just finished my last first week of college, so that has been a little bittersweet. I think I'll miss it because going to school has been part of my everyday life since I was four, like most people. So knowing that once it's over um, and I won't be going to school again in the fall of this year, that will be different. But who knows where I'll be at that time in life. At least for now, I know I'm not going to be getting my master's in the immediate future, but who knows? Things in life can change pretty quick. <laughs> um, so I'm still trying to get used to my new schedule and just incorporating school back into the routine of my everyday life and work since I was on break for more than a month. I think it was like a month and a half almost. And I think out of all my friends who attend different universities, my university had a pretty long break, which I'm not going to complain about. Um, If I stayed home the entire winter break, I would have lost my mind and would have wanted school to start up as soon as possible. But it was a good break. I enjoyed it. Nothing nothing bad to say about this winter break. Do you guys ever get a little anxious the first week of school? I used to be like socially anxious at the beginning of school, um, but I think I've overcome that, especially since in college, you start brand new basically every five months. But do you guys ever get anxious sometimes when a big chunk of your schedule is change? Like for example, when I was on break, I felt like I couldn't relax for the first few days or weeks because I was just so used to the stress and the workload of school that when I was done with school, all those things disappeared. But I felt like I had work that still needed to be done when I really didn't. And now that I'm transitioning back into school, I'm a little anxious and realizing that I don't have all the extra time that I used to have to just sit around and do nothing. So When I do complete all my work and I do have some extra time on my hand, I'm just a little paranoid because I'm just, I don't know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, why do I have this extra time? Did I forget to do an assignment? Did I forget to turn in something? So yeah, been a little anxious about my schedule, but it's all new. So obviously, once a week or two has gone by, things will settle down and it'll all be like second nature. The transitioning period is just so stressful, but it'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I know that some people are always interested in hearing what courses others are taking. So this semester, my courses are actually pretty random. (laughs) I only need three to four credits to graduate, I think. So I'm done with my major. I'm done with my minor and it's time for some fun courses. So this semester, I'm taking 13 credits and The courses are voice articulation, woman and gender study, this beginner like graphic design course, wedding planning, and college to career. 
I love how every class is so different from one another and basically they're all in different departments as well. Ever since I declared my major and my minor, I've just been in the communication department for almost three-fourths of my college career. So it feels so good to just take some courses that are not within the comm department. And it's a little of everything, which I like. I like having a a variety and learning things I don't necessarily oh wow I am tripping on my words <laughs> learning things that I don't necessarily get to learn within my everyday life or within my major so I'm super excited for this semester so the college to career course is just one credit and it's basically like what it sounds um it prepares you for post-grad in regards to careers which i feel like i need help on so that is like brushing up on resume cover cover letter why can i not speak today and just creating your own path for graduation um because graduation is four months away guys four months away i can't speak <laughs> four months away if you listen to last week's episode you guys may know that i'm currently actively really trying to find a job for post-grad um i purposely signed up for this class last semester when it was class registration time because i knew that this would be hopefully beneficial so today's topic um is similar to last week's episode in regards to jobs But last week, I talked more about quitting a job that is no longer giving you a sense of purpose or perhaps you're not growing and learning from it anymore. It was inspired by one of my friends who is in that situation right now and it reminded me of when I was in that place. So I thought it'd be nice to talk about it. I don't know why I I can't find the right words to come up with one line to summarize the gist of this topic and give you guys like a brief preview, but I think the title gives you a good idea. So this is more like a little story time and a little of what goes on in my mind, a look into my mind and how Google Map got involved. So I say Google Map because it sounds more natural, but I use Apple Map. Um, My friends always have this debate whether um, Google Map or Apple Map is more accurate and user-friendly whenever we're going anywhere and we need to use the map. It's always a debate that they have, which is pretty funny, but whether you're a Google Map user or Apple Map user, it doesn't really matter. All right, so I guess it all started on a Thursday while I was at work, and like I said, I've been just looking at job postings throughout break. I've applied to some, I had some interviews, but that Thursday, oh man, I was just very very overwhelmed for some reason i think it was because that was also the last week before school started so i was just trying to race against time because once school started i knew i wouldn't have as much time dedicated to looking for a job and so i felt like i was sending out emails dming people um, applying and just not hearing back from those that i want to hear back from um, I was just really frustrated and a little impatient, so needless to say, it wasn't my day. So a few weeks before Thursday, my friends and I had previously arranged to meet up at Richmond, Virginia on a Friday for our friend's birthday since she goes to school down there. And ever since college, we've never been able to celebrate each other's birthday. The last time we celebrated each other's birthday was 
in high school since our birthdays fall during the school semester and I just don't like to drive long distance especially by myself so I've never done it so we're going into Friday morning and I wasn't sure if I was still going to go to Richmond or not because I was I don't know I was still in a funk and given the situation of the recent car accident and potential bad weather up ahead I didn't know if I wanted or I would be able to do the long drive by myself um but anyways um that morning I had another job interview over Skype and it was the first time that I had like a interview over Skype and I think it went pretty well it definitely did change my mood a little (laughs) so um I decided that after the interview I decided that I would take the drive down to see my friend and celebrate her birthday with her so I packed my stuff and I got ready for the weekend and I promise there's a reason why I'm telling you all this background information. It goes with the story and the analogy that I'm going to tell you guys um, about in this episode. So my mom saw me on Thursday as well and so she knew that I wasn't having a good day on Thursday. I even told her that I might not go to Richmond for the weekend. So after I packed, I gave her a call to tell her that I would be gone for the weekend and as I was on the phone with her for a bit, she kept on just repeating like drive safely, don't go too fast over and over to me because you know, she's just being a concerned parent as um, naturally she would be but especially after recent events. Um, So there I was ready to do the drive alone on this trip by myself for the first time and the drive only takes like an hour and probably 20 to 40 minutes without traffic or if traffic isn't bad but since I left my house close to traffic time the drive was I think around two hours and 15 minutes is what I believe um, what map had told me so 30 minutes in everything's great no traffic barely any cars. I'm just cruising and listening to a podcast or a few podcasts actually. Guys, I definitely recommend listening to a podcast if you're doing a long drive or just like a podcast and then like music because I sometimes get so sick of like skipping songs. I don't know. I just feel like whenever I'm listening to a podcast, a drive goes by so much faster because I'm just like listening in on a conversation. But anyways, uh, 30 minutes in, my map is telling me I have like almost an hour and a half left to drive. So I'm driving thinking, you know, this is easy. I'll get there in no time. But (laughs) I spoke too soon. Right when I was about to get on the highway, I look at the map and I'm just like, oh oh goodness look at the red line um so i zoom in on or zoom out on my map and guys the red line indicating traffic was so long i'm not even joking it took me 45 minutes to go down three miles and i just watched my map tell me my driving time is just increasing So instead of a hour and 45 minute drive, it turned into two hours. Then it was two hours and 15 minutes. And I'm just like, oh my God, after sitting in traffic for 45 minutes, I was finally like in the clear blue, but then I hit traffic again. So with all that time sitting in traffic, what do you do? (laughs) Well, if your mind is like mine, you begin to think about how a one hour and a half drive suddenly turns into two hours and then 
more than two hours and you're not even halfway there yet. And I just thought how funny it was that Apple Maps display of the direction and real-time traffic is almost parallel to my life at that moment. So I love analogies and metaphors, especially the ones that are like mind-blowing. And um, this one is not, but I just thought how funny and similar that the two situations were. I think life has a funny way of playing things out and just connecting one thing to another, making you like have like this almost aha moment. So while I was stuck in traffic, I thought about how if we could Google map a stage in our life, it would look like what maps had displayed on my phone while driving down to Richmond. Um, in a literal sense, my end destination is obviously Richmond, but currently in my life, my destination is to get to graduation in hopes that the job that I want will be there as well, or at least a job <laughs> that I like just sitting there in traffic and having like those two things kind of connect, it made me kind of think a little bit to myself and that like no matter where you are in life, no matter the destination you are trying to get to, whether it's short term or long term, there will be roads and times when it's all smooth, you know, no cars, all green lights, you're flying by having I don't know, this amazing adrenaline feeling. I don't know. Things are just easy, smooth. Um, But then you'll hit like that three miles and 45 minutes stage where you're waiting and waiting with agony, just hoping to get to where you want to be. You're stuck in traffic, basically. Um, And those are definitely the hardest time to sit through, both literally and figuratively. But those are also the time when you maybe need to perhaps take things slow and go by the flow of traffic. When you're at that stage or that part of the road, enjoy that podcast, enjoy that music or that conversation you're having with your passengers or on the phone, but like through Bluetooth because safety first. (laughs) Um, But don't focus on the pain and the stress that traffic is causing you. I remember my friends and I were taking a road trip um, to Ocean City a few years back and it was also to Assateague Island. So it was about like three and a half hour, four hours drive without, you know, traffic. And during the drive back, we hit traffic. We were so close to home yet so far. But you know, we were slowly dying sitting in the car for too long. But we also had a good time because while yes, we were stuck in traffic, we were just enjoying each other's company and just laughing at the pain we're all experiencing because you know we were sitting in the car for hours and our butts were hurting from sitting for so long um but look we all know that agonizing feeling of sitting in traffic and not going anywhere time is just passing by and you're 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 not getting anywhere closer to where you want to be. You're stuck in the red line and there's miles and miles left to go. And that's how I felt that week. Days were just going by. I wasn't necessarily stuck, but I was just progressing very slowly, like slower than I thought or I had anticipated. And like I said, during those times, it's okay to take it slow. 
looking back now, I realize it's okay to take it, like take it slow. Um, and there are going to be people who may start hopping lane to lane, trying to get in the faster lane. And this is kind of like the panic person. But in doing so, you put yourself at risk in creating more trouble. Hence why my mom was telling me to take it slow and just not to get anxious when others are pressuring you or you feel personally pressured um, to go faster than the speed limit. I mean, if we're going to be honest, I know most of us do sometimes go a little over the speed limit, but I'm talking like 10 and over to the point where it's considered reckless driving. And on occasions when we do go a little too fast, life puts out little reminders like, hey, you can't rush this. Um, For example, I was driving on the left lane on the highway and, you know, the right lane is for slower traffic, the left lane is for faster traffic. And as I was driving on the left lane, maybe 30 feet ahead of me, I see a cop car on the side of the road slowly beginning to drive and I slowed down. My heart was speeding and I was like, oh God, no, not today. Please don't be me. And as I was slowing down, I kind of let him go ahead of me first. Um, And he did hop in front of me, which was quite a relief. But yeah, like I said, little reminders that will pop out of like nowhere to tell you, hey, slow down, you'll get there. When I say slow down, like it's not just physically the things that you are doing, but also your mind and mentally because During these times, your mind can go crazy as well. Your thoughts have so much power. They can be jumping around like the panic person, the driver that is hopping lane to lane. Um, And at those times, you just need to take a few deep breaths and calm your mind down. Where I'm from, in order to get your license, um, you have to go to your local court to receive the physical license card. And they do this because they give you like or when you get there, they have this presentation about safe driving and the judge gives you this speech. And I'll never forget the story that the judge told us. He said he was driving on the road trying to get to the courthouse and the person next to him was speeding and lane hopping. And when he got to the courthouse, the same guy that was speeding and lane hopping got there too at the same time. And the moral of his story is basically to drive safely and not end up in court for legal troubles, but it also shows you that you don't need to panic and freak out when you think you're falling behind or you won't reach your destination on time. I mean, yes, the drive to Richmond ended up being four hours instead of like an hour and a half, but nonetheless, I made it there in one piece and along the way, you know, I got to see a pretty nice sunset. Obviously, we can't foresee what we'll have to go through in order to get to where we want to be. But in most cases, the path and the roads that we decide to take won't always be in the clear blue. And wherever your destination is, there will always be some blues, some yellows, some reds, some constructions, detours, and accidents. Whether we're stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic, have to take a detour, or get in an accident, we just have to remind ourselves not to fret and not to panic, not to freak out, because you'll, you'll eventually reach the blue path. Things will eventually be smooth and easy again. You know that, like, 
oh, thank God feeling, that relief feeling you get once you're out of traffic and the next 10 miles are just clear with barely any cars. That's the feeling that you'll get once you get past that agonizing slow part of life. So I'm going to end it with one phrase a friend that I recently made um, named Bailey told me when I was telling her about how anxious I was about post-grad and living the last few months of my college life. Um, But basically what she told me in the one simple phrase is to soak it all up. And as simple as the phrase is, it really spoke to me. And I really hope you can take some time to just think about that phrase and just look at where you are in life, where you want to be, and soak in what you're experiencing right now, whether it's good or bad. It's definitely something to take in. And at the end, if you can work your way through that red line, no matter how slow it's going, you just keep on going with it. You will eventually get to where you want to be. Thank you guys so much for listening on today's episode on the Hello 20s podcast. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys on my next episode.